Welcome to the Cook Who Can't Eat podcast, where we're making food, family, and life a little easier, one bite at a time. Hello, my friend. I am so glad that you're here. Welcome to a special edition of the Cook Who Can't Eat podcast. I want to welcome you, tell you where I've been, why, and what's next. So first and foremost, welcome to season two. Well, really just the continuation of the Cook Who Can't Eat podcast. I wasn't sure where this whole podcast journey was going to take me. And although I'm not a blip on any radar quite yet, it has been really wonderful to share parts of my life with you and to be a part of your life. I'm really excited about everything we've got coming up next. But before I get into that, I want to tell you where I've been. I've been avoiding you. I've been avoiding you because I wanted to avoid me. And the only way I could avoid myself was by avoiding you. Does that make sense? Clear as mud, right? Where have I been? Considering the fact that I am pretty much homebound, it's a surprisingly complicated question. Physically, I've been here. Mentally and health-wise, I'm not quite sure how to explain it. I've been fighting all of these health problems for quite a while now, and it's so frustrating that we still have more questions than answers. And the answers we do have usually come with a treatment that I don't qualify for or a bad outcome. Chronic illness life forces you into this unique, never-ending cycle of loss. And the grief that comes from that is unlike anything I've ever seen before. It never allows us to actually get through the entire grieving process of anything. When that's your world, it makes it really dark, really fast. So if I'm honest about where I've been, I've been in this deep, dark, suffocating place that has and still is holding me frozen, unable to know where to turn, who to talk to, or what to do next. I've also been really sick, which is a weird concept or a weird thing for me to say because people want me to either be sick or better. I'm never going to be better. But my degree of sickness or how severe my issues or symptoms are does vary. And lately, it's been pretty bad. It's hard to explain, but for me, at least this time around, I've had a lot of trouble breathing. I've had more and more tube feeding failures. I've been passing out and I've had extremely low energy, blood pressure, and potassium. These make talking difficult, brain fog worse. I struggle with my short-term memory. My mobility goes down and I need a lot more help to do simple basic tasks and even cooking because I can't make it through preparing an entire meal. When all these things are being taken away, you can see how you can pretty quickly and easily end up in a really dark place. While all of this was going on, I was also getting my daughter ready for a semester abroad, getting my son set up for high school, welcoming a new puppy to the family, and trying to help with my parents' failing health or injuries. It's a lot, and I want to fix it all or do something about it all like I used to be able to. But lately, I've barely had the energy to get dressed, so how in the world would I do any of those things? I can't. So I disappeared. I disappeared from doctors, from conversations, from social media, from you, from me, because I wanted every single ounce of energy that I had to be funneled in 
to what I cared about the absolute most, which was getting my kids ready and making sure that my family had what they needed. My GI practice has a psychologist as part of their team. He works with patients who are going through some of the same things I am to help them adjust to this new life and new world. He's always really helpful, but I've been avoiding him too. After avoiding him for four and a half months, we finally met, we talked, and out of this conversation came three really hard truths and two challenges. The first hard truth was that, yep, this sucks. It's going to get better. It's going to get worse. It's going to go up and down. And unfortunately, that's the wave that I now have to live on. Hard truth number two, we need to do a whole bunch more testing and procedures. Finally, I have to fight back. If I don't fight back, this hole will swallow me up. As for challenges, the first one he gave me was the one thing a day challenge. Every day, give myself one thing, one to do. If I do that one thing, my day's a success. Doesn't have to be complicated. It can be as simple as getting out of bed or brushing your teeth. It doesn't matter, but it can only be one thing. Keep track of all the days that you succeeded with your one thing a day. Those successes will start building up in your brain and they will help you fight back. It will start looking instead of a list like a ladder to get you out of that dark hole. The second challenge was to get back on here and keep talking, share my story. Not just my story of how I got sick or how I parent, but all of it. The good, the bad, the scary, the vulnerable, this mental health side of chronic illness that most people don't ever see. I know that I'm not the only one dealing with it. There are millions of us out there. When I was talking to him, I said, I just don't know where to turn. I don't know who to talk to. And he said, so be that, be what you needed because there are people out there that need that too. I don't know what that'll look like, but I'm going to try and be what I needed. They say, don't get on social media and talk unless you have something of value to provide or to offer. I've been sick, I have no energy. I felt like I didn't have anything valuable or worthwhile to say. I'll be the first one to tell you that most of the time I do feel worthless, but I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that feels like I'm not doing the right things or doing enough. If you're living this life or you're watching someone you love live this life, you're going to feel this way, but you don't have to do it alone. All this leads to the final question of what's next. Some things are going to stay the same. Some things are going to change. Still going to be talking about the practical side of parenting, cooking, and chronic illness life. Going to continue the Cook Who Can't Eat podcast, as well as the Chronic Illness and Disability 101 series. And we're going to continue finding and sharing ways to save time, energy, and money so that we can all use those limited resources on the things that really matter. Some things have to change. New podcast episodes are going to drop every Tuesday. The Chronic Illness and Disability 101 chapters will come out as they're ready. You're also going to start seeing a lot more cooking videos rather than short reels where I just kind of jump through it. It'll be a more long form video where you can really see the step-by-step -step process. I do have two topics or two series that I want us to do. One is going to be around connecting with your teen and young adult. And the other, remember that challenge, the one thing a day? We're going to start doing that together. Every day on stories, I'll tell you what my one thing is and whether or not I did it. Sometimes that one thing can feel like you're climbing Everest. So maybe if we do it together, if we hold each other accountable, maybe it'll be a little easier. I'm really excited for everything that's coming up. 
The new episode of the Cook Who Can't Eat podcast will drop on September 26th. Thank you for being here, my friend. I can't wait to see what this season's going to bring.